Miss Huang, we're here this morning to talk about Korean law and many things related to that. Now, you recently wrote um, a few blog posts about divorce and chastity in South Korea. So I'd like to start there and perhaps, if possible, separate law and culture. I'm not sure how they interact. Now, in the West, divorce is quite common these days. It doesn't have many negative associations or loss of social prestige with it. But before we talk about the law regarding divorce in Korea, what does divorce in Korea mean culturally? How do people feel about it? What, what is divorce here, Ms. Huang? I think that um, the social image to divorce has been changed a lot these mm. days. So uh, let me um, talk about the numbers. So last year, uh, around 100,000 100, couples got divorced. Mm. And then around 190,000 couples got married. Okay. So roughly uh, half of the couples seem to yeah, get divorced. So I think that divorce um, is common in Korea. And also for the older couples mm. who have lived uh, longer than 30 years are more likely to divorce these days. Mm. So Korean society has been uh, much changed. But in the past, like um, 30 years ago, maybe 40 years ago, um, divorce could have a bad image to the, uh, to the divorced people, uh, the couple. Mm. For instance, mm. actors who got divorced could not appear on TV shows. Wow. That's so, quite yeah, extreme. It was, mm. Yes, yes, like it was very, um, like, so uh, those who got divorced didn't want to uh, disclose mm. their divorce to the public in the past. But nowadays, I think that, yeah, some people might think that uh, divorce is uh, not uh, good, but um, I think that the negative images uh, have been changing mm. a lot, mm. these things. What do you think? So when people were divorced, they had to hide it. They couldn't come on television. What? Why was divorce seen so negative? Was it like just traditional society? Korean is conservative. It's Confucianism. It's Christianity. What do you think it was, Miss Huang? I think that it was, yeah, as you mentioned, the Korean society was very conservative. And so... Uh, Korean society has been affected by Confucianism. Mm. So, yeah, cultural. So, the social awareness was very different. Mm -hmm. And so, I think that in the past, the divorce uh, was considered to be very shameful. Mm -hmm. But these days, yeah, but these days, Koreans, uh, many Koreans think that divorce is just a um, personal issue. Mm -hmm. Any idea what's bringing that change in the social perception of divorce? So these days it's a personal issue. People aren't so much worried about the nunti or the social image. Is this change? Do you know what's mm -hmm. driving this change? Is it a good change or? 
Well, uh, I'm not sure uh, what I cannot choose just one factor mm -hmm. that um, that has changed this uh, social awareness, mm -hmm. but it's from it's, uh, since some time. I'm not sure, but um, many public figure mm. um, started to talk about their divorce mm. on the yeah media. I think that and really also, helps. Mm. And also, uh, as you might know, it is it related to the uh, gender equality mm -hmm. and. The Korean society has been changed a lot uh, with regards to gender equality, mm. and uh, many people uh, started to think that privacy is very important. Yeah, I think individualism, perhaps women's rights, all these things seem to be helping quite yes. a lot do this. Yes. Yeah. What are some of the uh, main reasons for divorce in Korea? So you mentioned one of them that was. Um, when people have been married 30 years, they, they might get divorced. So just age and mm -hmm. time. I heard one expression like graduating from ma marriage or something is divorced. Like, ah, Kyolon, is a new term. Yes. Yeah. Um, what are some of the main reasons for divorce in Korea, do you think? Is, is there any idea or why people do it? Uh, I have checked the statistics. Mm. So according to the statistics, the main reason the first main reason uh is the personality differences mm -hmm. uh -huh. and the second one is uh, financial problems and third uh is the uh the infidelity or adultery mm -mm -mm. just the same as anywhere in the world then i guess it just <laughs> yes people's yes. problems now yeah. you you wrote about this infidelity the, yes. this adultery which is quite interesting because until about 2015, adultery was illegal in South Korea. That blows my mind that that was, uh -huh. is that true? Uh, yes. Until 2015, yeah. adultery was punished mm. according to criminal act. But constitutional court uh, pronounced that the clause to uh, punishing adultery uh, was against the constitutional law. Mm. So the clause was abolished. When the clause was there, because, you know, this seems to regulate people's private behavior. Um, mm -hmm. When the clause was there, was it enforced? So although it's a law, sometimes there's laws that we just never use, uh. right? So when that adultery law was there until what, seven years ago, did people actually, did courts and judges and whatever, prosecutors, did they use this law or was it just on paper and not effective? Uh, yeah, it was used. Wow. So, yeah, yeah. Some, uh, so, uh, some people who uh, did adultery mm. uh, went to jail. Wow. Actually, but not that often. But the um, important thing that we need to note is that uh, for adultery uh, clothes, uh, the spouse, mm. the spouse should file a divorce, mm -hmm. judicial divorce. Mm -hmm. So 
Uh, if the a spouse does not file a case of divorce, then uh, the uh, the spouse who did adultery mm -hmm. could not be uh, punished. Mm. So yeah, many um, in that case, many people wanted to uh, press charges against their spouses for adultery. Mm. But yeah, many of them uh, did not file a case. Uh -huh. So yeah, it was rejected. Mm. Was there a basis for that law? I, I don't know how law works, uh, Ms. Wang, mm -hmm. so forgive my stupid questions, but do, do laws have to have reasons or justifications? Like what was the reason for there being a law against adultery? Uh, in the past? Yeah. The, the purpose of the clause that's right to punish the adultery. i think that um as you might know basically uh the uh, husband wife mm. should um uh, be faithful to mm -hmm. uh, their spouse and to try to uh, protect their families but adultery mm. is against uh, uh, uh betrays their spouse and yeah mm. and break down the families in in one of your blog posts miss huang you you spoke about this idea of unchastity and yes uh, so what does this mean does <laughs> like this is it gets a bit graphic here but does this just mean sort of um sexual relations or does it go into other forms how how is it classified as you know unchastity or uh, adultery in a legal sense. So, first of all, I'd like to mention that um, chastity mm. is not appropriate. Actually, there is an official website mm. of English translation of Korean laws. So, I need, I should, um, I had to cite the term in mm. the official English translation, but I think that infidelity will be uh, better mm. to make uh, the English speakers understand what it means. Mm -hmm. So in the laws, infidelity or unchastity means has more, uh, has broader meaning than adultery. Mm. So uh, it does not only include only uh, sexual intercourse but also like um, like having some emotional, mm -hmm. yeah, emotional like attachment to the, the other uh, woman or man. Mm -hmm. So like um, exchanging some messages like saying, well, I love you or mm. uh, having dinner very often. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so, so <laughs> more uh, a broader meaning than just uh, sexual intercourse. Is that hard to, I mean, because um, it's very difficult to try to explain nicely, but sexual intercourse is a definite act. When we're looking yes. at the intention of messages or something, does that become harder to interpret because you're sort of judging people's intentions through messages and 
I find that really difficult sometimes. I'm not sure what people、mm. mean. How is that in law? Is that difficult or easy? Oh、uh, yeah, I don't think that it it it, it will be easy. But、uh, for instance,、mm. I would like to mention、uh, the social trend recently. Like、uh, these days, many people use the dating application.、Mm-hmm. So.、Uh, Exchanging many messages with another woman or a man, and even if、uh, the person、uh, doesn't meet the, another woman or a man in person, the messages、mm. like saying yeah, like flirting or sexual connotation.、Mm-hmm. Yeah, messages that can be an evidence to the court.、Mm-hmm. Even if they do meet in person, they do not meet in person. Very interesting. Does it? <clears throat> does the law differ between heterosexual and homosexual relationships? So, if a, a man and a woman are married, if a man is texting another woman with romantic intentions. Or a man is texting another man with romantic intentions. Does the law cover different types of relationships and sexuality, or is it strictly based on a heterosexual、uh, basis? As you might assume that、um, there is no specific clause to differentiate、uh, heterosexual or homosexual,、mm. but、um, I think that. It doesn't matter. Homosexual, heterosexual, doesn't、Mm-mm. matter. Yeah, it's still, I guess, the intention.、Um, mm. These are a lot of heavy questions for the morning. But one thing that has surprised me in South Korea is like the prevalence of.、Uh, I'm not sure what the the correct word is. Room salons or hostess bars, nighttime、mm-hmm. entertainment, which are sort of used around business and various things, and they're quite visible in the city.、Um, Now, is there a difference between, you know, how is that treated? Is that counted as infidelity or unchastity? Those things, or are they separate from? Ah,、oh, um, a visiting room salons can be infidelity. Yeah, it seems、too. to. Yeah. yeah. Yes. 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 As you might know, the laws does not、uh, differentiate the two things,、mm-hmm. like.、Uh, Going to room salon and the having just、um, mistress or having a lover, mm-hmm. Uh-huh. but um, basically uh, t- both will be considered to be as adultery.、Mm-hmm. And also, as you might know,、uh, visiting room salon and having sexual intercourse with some、uh, hostess will、mm-hmm. be.、Uh, Shall be punished by、uh, under the commercial sex related laws.、Mm. So it's actually illegal. Illegal. But it's really interesting <laughs> that it's illegal but very so, common. Yeah.、Uh, yes. Yes. I think that is a dark side of the Korean society. Basically, it is. Yes.、Yeah, so.、Uh, It is very a、uh, controversial, a controversial issue. Mm, mm, mm.、Uh, whether、uh, buying the yeah, buying a sexual relationship、mm. should be punished or not,、mm. 
But uh, anyway, at this point, uh, paying the money to the hostess and having a sexual uh, relationship mm. you should, uh, will be punished at this point. It's very interesting to me that something is illegal, but also very common in society because it seems to kind mm -hmm. of undermine the law or weaken mm. the law. That's that's mm -hmm. the image that I get from it. Mm. How does um, you've written about this as well, Miss Wong? How does compensation work? So um, in Korean law, you've said that if your partner cheats on you while you're married, Yes. then you're entitled to financial compensation for the suffering caused. Mm -hmm. Is that common? How much money normally changes hands or what happens with this financial compensation if your partner cheats on you? Mm, it's very common to um, to claim the financial compensation for yeah, mental damaging mm. uh, by yeah, the spouse's adultery or cheating. Mm -hmm. And the amount, uh, the granted amount is around uh, 10 million, 10 million won to uh, 50 million won. Mm -hmm. And um, many issues are considered when the judge decides the amount of financial compensation, like how often. Uh, the person had sexual intercourse with another man or another woman mm. and uh, whether the person uh, felt feels remorseful or not mm -hmm. like that mm. and in uh, one of the worst cases I have heard is that one uh, a housewife mm -hmm. uh, raised maybe three children mm. whose mother is the yeah her husband's mistress wow <laughs> yeah it's very yeah shocking so uh so the amount of the financial compensation for that case was around uh, uh, 100 million one. Seems even like, that's yeah. not enough, does it? <laughs> yes, yeah. yes. I, I don't think that is enough, uh, but it's the worst case, uh, worst case. Does it matter how much money the guilty person has? So you said whether there's remorse mm -hmm. or how often the, the infidelity was taking mm -hmm. place. If a if it was a rich man, are they likely to have to pay more compensation than if it's a poor man? Does the person or poor man or poor woman or rich woman does the person's finances come into the judge's decision? Uh, for financial compensation, uh, mm. for uh, cheating, mm. has actually nothing to do with uh, how rich the person is, mm. and you. Uh, the how the person is rich is related to asset division. Mm, okay. So yeah, like a separate issue. So if the person is rich, then the uh, amount of asset division will be higher. Mm -hmm. 
how does asset division normally work? So in, in case of divorce, is it like generally mm -hmm. just 50-50 or something like that? Or what fact, I know nothing about it, Miss Wang. What factors affect asset division in divorce in Korea? Mm -hmm. Uh, for asset division, uh, mm. many factors are considered like how long uh, the couple uh, got married and how long each person has contributed to making and keeping the asset. Mm -hmm. So, uh, and, and also the peculiar property will be excluded from the target asset. Uh, so What's a peculiar roughly, property? What's a peculiar property? Peculiar, peculiar property means the property mm. acquired before marriage, like mm. um, inheritance. Okay. Mm -hmm. So roughly stated, um, a, a, the woman, a, a wife, there is a housewife, mm -hmm. and the couple has uh, married, been has been married around 20 years, then the housewife can uh, get about 50% of the yeah, marriage asset, mm. roughly stated, yeah. Is that what happens normally in reality? It's yes, about, yes. Yeah? Okay. Yes, yes. I've heard uh, stories, so I don't know if this is true, that's why I'm asking you, but I've heard stories of certain people like downgrading their primary mm -hmm. residence in preparation mm -hmm. for a divorce using tricks to make sure that you know what they have is not halved um does that take place and what kind of things normally happen in that mm. uh, yes it is very basically you mean that uh, uh some some mm. man, some guy uh, try to, yeah, men and women, yeah. Mm. Some people try to avoid um, giving uh, more uh, money uh, mm -hmm. from the asset division. So some people uh, try to sell the house before divorce or uh, try to transfer their money from their bank accounts. But uh, it can be punishing mm. because there is a clause uh, in the criminal act to punish the person who avoids uh, avoids uh, execution. Mm -hmm. So if it is found that the person intentionally tries to try to avoid the execution from the asset division, mm. then the person can be punished. And also, if it is found that the person is uh, intentionally trying to hide their asset, like uh, selling the house to the family, his or her family members like mm -hmm. that, then uh, the spouse, the other party can file a civil case and to cancel uh, the selling the house. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Like that. that's good to know that the tricks are caught the tricks are punished when people try to do that yes the, the yeah, law the yeah. law is aware of it mm -hmm. um how does what we've said so far does any of this change or when we deal with multicultural families miss huang 
So I wonder if the law, when it's dealing with two Korean, a man mm -hmm. and a woman, or whether it's dealing with a Korean man and a foreign woman, or whether it's dealing mm -hmm. with a, a foreign man, does it, does it differentiate between that at all? Because culturally, they sometimes feel like different cases, different situations, and also different power dynamics, maybe. Mm -hmm. um, does the law treat them differently, treat them all the same? Mm, basically, for international divorce, governing law is uh, important. The governing mm -hmm. law should be mentioned first. So if a spouse as Korean national, then Korean Civil Act will be applied to the divorce case. Mm -hmm. And if Korean Civil Act is applied, then uh, both parties will be treated equally, fairly. Mm. So I don't think that the nationality itself uh, cannot be treated differently. Okay. But um, but when the judge um, reviews the case, actually, the judge will consider many factors. Like uh, as for like for instance, as for custody, child custody, mm. the judge will consider who uh, will uh, be able to provide better environments to the child. And when the judge considers that issue, nationality might be might be considered. The language, as you might know, the, there is a language issue. There might be a language issue. Mm -hmm. Yeah. In uh, taking care of the child. Is it just language? Is there any kind of more this kind of ethnicity or Tanil Minjok kind of thing coming, or is, is language just the basis on that, do you think, Ms. Wang? Mm. Well, in my opinion, the mm. judges, judges uh, do not consider ethnicity. ethnicity. Okay. okay. Mm -hmm. No, 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 thank you for asking. I, sometimes I do ask strange questions, but thank you for your honesty. It's great. Um, in terms of non-Korean parents, and custody of children. Yes. Um, what rights do these people have? Like, how does, do you think the legal system does an adequate job of protecting these people? Because there's more and more multicultural, I think, families uh... growing. So um, in these multicultural families, do the non-Korean parents have adequate rights in terms of custody and things like that, or even visiting or? As I mentioned, um, mm. the rights, rights uh, stated in civil act uh, are applied to the experts mm -hmm. equally mm -hmm. uh, in the same way. So uh, the non-Korean parent can get uh, visitation rights and also they can have a child custody and parental authorities of their children. Mm. And also, as you know, the four expats for non-Korean uh, parents, visa issues are very important. So most um, parents, mm. non-Korean parents have F6 visa, I think. Mm -hmm. And most of the uh, non-Korean parents will uh, 
worry will be worried about their visa status. But even after uh, divorce, mm. they can uh, uh, they can keep their F six visa if they can have uh, child custody or visitation rights. Mm. That's then then they can uh, keep their F six visa until the child uh, will become an adult. I I sometimes hear lots of you know horror stories online or things like this, but it's just online. But the way mm -hmm. you describe it, it seems like the Korean law with uh, divorce and custody seems to do quite a good job of protecting people. It seems to be quite fair. Um, is that is that your assessment when you look at it? Do you think it's doing the job that it should for people? Mm. Uh, could you clarify your questions? I'm sorry. Yeah, my question, it's totally fine, Miss Wang. My question is, listening to what you say, you yes. say that the Korean law does protect people. It does protect Koreans and non-Koreans, and it does things fairly. In your own personal opinion, do you think the Korean law is doing a good job of handling divorce and multicultural families and custody do you think the law is working well? I don't think that the Korean law is perfect, but mm, sure. uh, Korean laws or Korean judges do not have any kind of uh, bias against uh, multicultural people, mm. I think. Mm. But from my experiences, language barrier is the most a critical issue because uh, if a non-Korean parent cannot speak in Korean well, mm. then they they cannot have a chance to defend themselves. Mm -hmm. That's the problem. Mm. But from my experiences, most judges uh, try to consider uh, the, the non-Korean parents' uh, situation. Mm -mm. It's very nice to hear that, Miss Hong. <laughs> um, I have to keep studying my Korean. Um, does is split custody a thing in in South Korea? So, for example, if a if a couple have three children and one wants to stay with the father and two with the mother, or is is that common? Does that work? Oh yes. Uh, yeah, it does works, but. I don't think that it is that common, mm -hmm. but yeah, it can work. And so, yeah, as you mentioned, as you mentioned, the mother uh, can raise one or two children and the father mm -hmm. can raise, uh, have a child custody of yeah, the other ch child. Okay, that's good to hear. And um, somebody asked me about the Hague Convention of Kidnapping. Mm -hmm. And I didn't really understand their question. They told me, David, please ask Miss Huang about the, the Hague Convention of Kidnapping and things. So I didn't quite understand it because I'm not well versed in law. But what is that and how is that working in Korea? I guess it's taking children to other countries or? Uh, well, Hague Convention hmm. is a convention between uh, the, the countries so 
the countries who uh, made the uh, to made the convention mm. uh, help uh, the person who, uh, from the other yeah, countries mm -hmm. with Hague Convention, like um, if a child is abducted from the country mm. uh, under the Hague Convention, so for for instance a child mm. a, a korean a korean woman uh abducted a child from a foreign country mm. uh under hague convention and she came to korean with korea with a child child mm. then the father of the child can uh, ask and request the uh, government of his country, mm -hmm. then the government will contact Korean government and Korean government, uh, Korean uh, Ministry of Justice mm -hmm. will contact the woman and will find the woman and contact the woman um, requesting that the child shall be returned to the country. And actually there is a law in Korea. Mm. The law uh, was established to implement the Hague Convention. So if the father uh, files a case based on the law mm. uh, to request the court uh, to order the woman um, to return the child to the country, then the court shall make a decision mm -hmm. based on Hague Convention and based on the law. But the judge cannot make a decision on child custody. Okay. Uh, the judge can only make a decision for only the whether uh, the child should be returned to the country or not. Mm. Okay. And the judge should make a decision immediately. But from my experience, I have dealt with the high convention cases, but it is not easy to um, get a court decision. But uh, the issue is execution. Mm. Because execution means in this case, execution means to yeah, uh, bring the child to the country, right. to his or her original country. But it is very difficult if the um, mother or father who abducted the child refused to return the child. Mm -hmm. It is very difficult. Sure. Yeah, no, I can imagine that would. Are most countries signed up to the Hague Convention? Is it like most of the developed countries or it's all an agreement they're all in on or yes i think so so i think yeah many countries yeah signed the convention mm -hmm. but even if uh, um even if abduction takes place in the non-signed country mm. it is possible to request the court to return the child okay just perhaps rounding up our conversation this first conversation on divorce miss wang 
Um, at the start, you mentioned like the marriage certificates and uh, marriage statistics, mm -hmm. how many people getting married, how many people are getting divorced. Mm -hmm. In Korea these days, fewer and fewer people get married. That seems to I'm be... not married. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not married either. <laughs> um, I am. But, but what I wonder is if you're, if not just you, but divorce lawyers, family lawyers, when mm -hmm. they see those low marriage statistics, do they mm -hmm. get sad because they will have no business? Or, I mean, you want, pe <laughs> you want people to be married, I guess, don't you? And then get divorced or? Uh, <laughs> it's a very interesting question. Well, um, I have not think over, uh, I mean that <laughs> I have not tried to, mm. uh, the marriage aesthetics uh, with my business. Okay. It's a strange question because if there was no divorce in the country, then the divorce lawyers might be really sad. All the families Maybe. might be. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, is there anything that we've missed about divorce? Is there anything else that we need to cover? Divorce or custody, compensation? We did uh, adultery. Is, is there anything else, uh, Miss Wang, that you think is important or you would like to say about the concept of divorce law and? I would like to mention uh, the visa status. So mm. many uh, non-Korean parents or many, uh, many, many expats who, uh, con uh, who are considering divorce are worried about their visa status. Mm -hmm. uh, so I, yeah, so many expats are asking about if they can keep their F6 visa after divorce. Mm. Um, so I'd like to answer to the question, answer the question. Mm. So as you might know, there are two types of divorce. So divorce by agreement and judicial divorce. Mm. But I, didn't know that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't think that you have to know that if you do not consider divorce. But there's two types. So let me just stop uh, two, here. Two, two, two types. Two, two. Yeah. Can you just quickly divorce, explain them? Yeah. Yes. Um, divorce by agreement, oh. so-called uncontested divorce, mm -hmm. and judicial divorce, so-called contested divorce. Mm. So for uh, divorce by agreement, mm. Mm, the process is very simple. Uh, the house and uh, the, the husband and wife. Uh, need to just fill out the form mm -hmm. and submit the form to the court and then they will have a cooling of period for a couple uh, having children mm -hmm. will have three three months of cooling of period mm -hmm. and for um, the couple who uh, having no child will have one month cooling of period cooling mm -hmm. of period uh, means that the period to consider their divorce again. Mm. And after cooling of a period, the couple uh, shall attend the court in person mm -hmm. and they will confirm their intention to divorce in front of a judge. Mm -hmm. And after that, uh, Korean uh, 
uh, the the divorce shall be registered mm. uh, to community center like Gucheng, and then that's it. Then the yeah is the the process is very simple, but for divorce by agreement, non Korean non Korean cannot mm. uh, extend their F six visa. Mm. So uh, yeah, so in short, in order to uh, extend F six visa, the expats should prove that their spouses have faults at divorce. And in order to prove that their spouse has a fault at divorce, uh, they should uh, get the court decision stating that the spouse has fault decision like uh, cheating or like, uh, like verbal abuse like that. Mm -hmm. And the best way to extend the visa Mm. Uh, and to prove that the spouse has words uh, at divorce is to uh, get the financial compensation mm -hmm. due to uh, the spouse's faults at divorce. Mm. Then the immigration office will uh, see the result of the court cases, judicial divorce. Mm -hmm. And then they will find that Korean, the Korean spouse had force and the divorce uh, was not due to the expat. And then they will extend the yeah, expat's F6 visa. So it is very important. So if it's a divorce by agreement, people cannot mm -hmm. keep their visa. Correct. Only if it's a judicial one and they they are the wronged party, they had something done against them, then mm -hmm. they can keep. That's well, yes, it's very important. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I never would have thought about that. Um, when you said, for example, that the after a cooling off period, two people attend court and they confirm mm -hmm. their divorce. Um, again, it's probably a stupid question. What happens with like the tokpo or like the family register? Thing? Is that just changed? Is that important? Ah, Jokpo is different from yeah family, uh, family relation register registry. Okay. Yeah, Jokpo is Jokpo shows the family history. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So that's not applicable but, here. Uh. Yeah, yeah, but family re uh, relation registry uh -huh. uh, is recorded for only Korean national. Mm. Okay. So yeah, so uh, foreigners cannot have family relation records uh, in Korea. Their own, uh, they cannot uh, have their own family uh, relation registry in Korea. Mm. Mm -hmm. Because they're foreigners, because they're not Korean. Yes, yes, non-Korean, because they are non-Korean. Mm. If a foreigner gets Korean citizenship, if a foreigner yes. like, changes their citizenship, then mm -hmm. they're applicable. Then yes, yes, totally of course, fine. of course. Okay. Yes, it's just yeah, it has yeah, it is just about the nationality. Okay, yeah, yeah. 
Makes sense. Like I said, I, I know nothing about Korean law. That's why I'm speaking to you. When you mentioned these two types of divorce, and I wasn't aware of that, is one more common than the other? Like, so you had divorce by agreement and judicial divorce, I think you mentioned mm -hmm. were the two. Mm -hmm. Is, uh, do you see more divorce by agreement? Do you see more judicial divorce or is it 50-50? What's... Ah, I have checked the statistics mm. <laughs> of divorce. Okay. And around around 77% of divorce uh, cases are uh, done with the divorce by agreement. 77%. Wow. Is that a good thing? Is that a bad thing? It's just a thing? What does that mean? Well, I think that, yeah, yeah, I think that is a good thing. Yeah, of mm. course, it is. It might be bad thing to my business because <laughs> for divorce by agreement, yeah. does not need to uh, legal lawyer's assistance. Mm. Mm -hmm. But anyway, um, considering uh, the Korean society, I think that it's a good thing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Because as you might know, the judicial divorce is a very stressful process. So when i when i have a consultation with mm. my clients who want to divorce then uh, i i often try to uh, give them mm -hmm. to uh, try to give them to uh, time to consider divorce again because mm. it's a big decision the biggest decision in their lives mm. is there much um, when they're going through divorce by agreement or judi judicial divorce, Ms. Huang, is there mm -hmm. counseling or is like sangdam or psychological help provided by the Korean legal system or is that separate? Uh, yes, uh, it is possible to request the marriage counseling to mm -hmm. the, the court. And also after, even after the divorce, case judicial divorce uh, complete comply complaint is filed mm -hmm. it is possible uh, for one party to uh, request a, a marriage counseling mm. to the court okay the court uh, family court um, considers uh, the couples anyway couples happiness and yeah their yeah their psychological problems too Mm -mm. That's true. So the court, yeah, courts anyway, courts try to give them yeah, one more chance if they want. After hearing you speak about this, I'm quite positive about Korean law now. Quite... <laughs> 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 this is good. Um, there are some other issues that I want to ask you about briefly that you've written about, Miss Huang, on your blog and things like that. So yes, I, I might jump to some of them if I can now. Um, mm -hmm. The first one is about defamation and how that works in Korea. Now, I, I work in media. I write a column every week. And from my understanding, and it's probably wrong, that in Korea, even if you say something true about somebody, it's like a mm -hmm. fact, it's proven that if it harms their reputation, you could still be sued for defamation. How does defamation work here, Ms. Huang? Um, basically, for defam defamation, there are some elements of defamation. 
So, like uh, defamation should include the statements of the uh, specific facts. So mm -hmm. it means that like just um, just opinion mm -hmm. uh, on somebody right. cannot be uh, cannot be defamation, and also stating the facts uh, can be helpful to the public interest. Mm. It cannot be defamation. Okay, it can be justifiable, and also. For public figure, uh, for pub, uh, the statements about the uh, public figure uh, have more freedom, the more, uh, yeah, more, uh, more space mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. to, yeah, commanding the public figure. So you rather than sort of a private individual if you're if they're a private individual and you're talking about their bad history or something mm -hmm. that that's more likely to be defamation defamation than if they're a public figure yes correct and also uh the other element of defamation is the possibility of uh the statements being widespread mm, okay uh, yeah, it is also important element of defamation. And so there are many court cases on defamation. So for instance, uh, a person mentioned that the public figure, a politician, mm -hmm. is a communist. Mm -hmm. But it wasn't punishing because it is just an opinion and the person is a public figure. Mm. So you're allowed to have an opinion on a public figure? Yes, yes. Okay. It is not easy to yeah uh, tell what is opinion and what is a specific fact. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So yeah, it is necessary to um, check the court cases. Mm. Now that makes sense. That makes sense. Um, Another one, Miss Huang, this is possibly jumping topic a little bit, but that was defamation. Um, something that becomes very common online on social media is comments about how lenient, how uh, low the sentencing sentencing is for uh, crimes related to those of kind of a sexual nature or spy cam or molka. Uh, so I don't know if they're lenient or not, but they seem to be from an outside perspective of the law. People seem to get very low sentences for these kind of things. Do you have any legal observation from that or how that's working? Why the public think these sentences are so low? Mm, well, uh, I think that many people uh cannot be satisfied the sentence against the yeah, like the kind of crimes but mm. these days the sentences uh have become uh heavier than before for yeah sexual crimes like murka hidden camera like that mm. uh has become stricter than before what is it that's making them stricter is it the case that the law needs to catch up because this is kind of new technology i think new mm -hmm. crime this wasn't 
possible maybe 30 years ago. So what's mm. changing that, do you think, Ms. Wang? So actually, these days, recently, um, a new law has been established on, like, they think, mm -hmm. they think, like, yep. Yep. the one person and adding some other sexual images to mm -hmm. this person. The a clause to punish the fake was inserted to the law. Mm -hmm. It was yeah newly established, and also uh, in criminal act the punishment there is a statutory punishment like not less than ten years imprisonment, mm. not less than ten million fine, and the judges. Judges can decide um, the sentence within the statutory punishment. But these days, the judges uh, tend to give heavier sentences within the statutory mm. uh, punishment. But I, I know that may, uh, many people uh, don't think that the sentences are enough mm. and also i think that the victims should be uh, more uh, protected i think I, that's I think really that important. we yeah we need to have more to be more uh interest and to be more careful to the victim sometimes it feels like in korea the victim is the one that feels guilty uh, socially mm. from social pressure and things like that then we see mental health or suicide and things like that, that yes uh, correct yeah yeah secondary yeah attack and also as you might know it is very difficult to report sexual crime mm. to the police mm. so as far as i know many victims cannot report even if they uh, were they are damaged from the crime. Test my knowledge here, but I think it was someone, was it like Kwon In Suk that was the first one that did it with the Buchon thing? That, mm, and that was only maybe... Sexual in, torture. Yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's only recent. So my question here, I guess, Ms. Huang, would be the interaction between law and culture. So you said yes. there's a new clause about deep fakes that's been inserted. Yes. Is, to me, so please tell me what your opinion is, culture moves very fast these days. Mm -hmm. You know, culture's mm -hmm. changing, technology, attitudes, but then law moves more slowly because it has yeah. to be more accurate. Is that the case, that culture moves very fast, but law has to take time to catch up? Or do they go the same speed? Mm. I don't think that they go to the same speed. As you might know, yeah, as you mentioned that the yeah, cultural changes very speedy mm. but in order to uh, amend the laws or making a new laws there are there should be many processes mm -hmm. to yeah, yeah to introduce the bills and it will be passed to passed in yeah the congress like that so i think that there are many cases that the laws cannot catch up with the cultural changes mm. Maybe that's what makes some people angry, I think, because in the modern culture, they want the law to be there, perhaps. Correct. Um, 
this might be a really difficult question, but I'm going to turn a little bit to politics. Uh, mm -hmm. You don't have to answer any if you don't want. But when I look at Korean politics, many of the presidential candidates, the president, other political mm -hmm. figures, they mm -hmm. seem to me to come from a lawyer background. They're, they're prosecutors, mm. they're human rights lawyers and, and such thing. Is that common? Is there a particular culture in Korea where l lawyers and legal people then go into politics? Or what's the relationship, Ms. Wang, do you think, in Korea between law and then high-level politics as a pathway? Uh, I think that, yes, the among Korean presidents, No Mu-hyun, Mm. Uh, Moon Jae-in and Yoon Sung-yeol were from the yeah lawyers and prosecutors. Mm -hmm. So actually, yeah, in Korea, many lawyers uh, join, go into the politics, and then and then yeah, some of them became the president. So, but I'm not sure if this is unique to Korea or to mm. other Western countries. How about the U.S. or other Western countries? <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's a good question. I, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm from the United Kingdom. and uh, How about the U.K. then? <laughs> Well, I, I don't think Boris Johnson or Theresa May or David Cameron uh, come from such a background. Because I would imagine that law pays better than politics. I would imagine, you know, you, people can earn more money uh, doing law than mm -hmm. doing politics. So I guess I, I would have thought most people would stay in law and legal services. Well, but... The lawyers, mm. lawyers' job is to apply the law to actual cases, but the politicians can make new laws. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's very different. So I think that yeah, I think that so the uh, politicians, the many people. Uh, think that the politicians can cha change the world. Mm. Of course, lawyers can change the world uh, to get a very meaningful court cases, but I think the politicians can more directly change the world, mm. establishing new new laws or amending the uh, uh, existing laws. So any thoughts of running for president, Ms. Huang, becoming a politician? Me? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I actually, uh, I majored in political science in graduate school. Mm. Yeah, so I have much interest in yeah, politics, Korean politics. But at this point, I'd like to yeah, focus on my, yeah, my okay. lawyering. If you do eventually do it, please remember me. Um, just, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> just I, 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 I am joking, of course. Uh, just one last question, perhaps on politics. So we have President-elect Yoon Seok-yeol 
uh, yes. who will take office uh, May 9th, May 10th, around there. Yes. He, 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 President-elect Yoon has been behind the investigations of former Justice Minister Cho Guk, uh, yes. former President Park Geun-hye and former President Im Young-bak. Mm -hmm. That seems to, you know, it's gone across political lines, his investigations mm -hmm. and prosecutions. Yeah. Yes. Um, do you think his administration five years will be good for Korean law in general? Mm -hmm. Will there be any change? Nothing will... What do you imagine from a legal sense for the next five years under President-elect Yoon? Mm, basically, I think that, yeah, Mr. Yoon, uh, has shown very consistent attitude, perspective to the investigation. As you mentioned, he fairly investigates the, the powerful people from mm. both parties. So I think that uh, he will be fair to the investigation. And the most important thing is that um, administration should not inter uh, uh, ha, uh, administration should not have effect to the courts mm. or or prosecutor's office that's the most important thing so the uh, administration courts uh, prosecutor's office mm. should be uh, separately manage it and i think that the courts and prosecutors office should be independent from the administration i think that that's most important but my thought is to be honest the mm. um, current uh, administration um, has failed to uh, to um to guarantee the court and prosecutor's office independence. Mm. To, to be honest, it's my opinion. So at least uh, Mr. Yoon will be better yeah, in that part, I think. Will it be difficult to get that independence? Is it just a simple decision? Because I know sometimes <laughs> some things are ingrained in society, like in Korea, the relationship between government and business and more table. Mm -hmm. And it's really hard just to change that overnight sometimes because it's part of the fabric. Do you think that independence between the president and the prosecutor's office will be easy to achieve for him? Will it be a difficult thing to accomplish or? Well, I don't think that it will be very complicated because I think that if just the pres new president mm. uh, doesn't does not do anything to the prosecutor's office, mm. that, yeah, then the prosecutor's office will be independent from the yeah, administrative power. I mm. think. Excellent. Um, okay, Ms. Wang, just looking at these, I perhaps have maybe three more questions for you. Mm -hmm. um, the first one, we've looked a lot of different types of Korean law and spoken about it. You've been quite positive about it, I think. Is there anything that you, th you think Korean law needs to change or improve or, or it's on the right path? Looking at Korean law more broadly, if you could snap your fingers and make one change, is there anything immediately that you would want to bring about or are you happy with it so far? 
Well, I think that the legal system and the Korean legal system is very good, I think. Mm. But the, the problem is that there has been corruption. Like um, some people try to uh, give money to the judges, mm -hmm. like bribe the judges to get a good result from the court cases. Mm. And these days, uh, yeah, there are some mm, suspicions about the Supreme Court. Uh, Supreme Court judges might have been yeah, bribed mm -hmm. about some cases, court cases. I think that, yeah, that's the most, uh, that's, that's the serious, very serious problem in Korea. So the legal system itself is very well established, I think. Mm. But the judges, like prosecutors, should be, uh, should try to be more uh, fair. And I think that the bribery to the judges or prosecutor should be punished heavily. Mm. Is that change something that needs to come from systemic change or law change like Kim Jong Lambop, or is it just that the people need to be more moral, more ethical? So is that a systemic change or is that an individual change, do you think, Ms. Hong? Well, uh, I think that systemic change will be necessary. And also the society, mm. including media and Korean people, and mm. should monitor what they are doing. Mm -hmm. and try in order uh, try we need to try to um, make them uh, stop them uh, from doing like yeah, illegal things like mm -hmm. yeah take bribery yeah so system system changes and media monitoring will be very important mm. I think everybody has to play their part in that. Yeah, I agree yes, with you. Yes, it's, 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 yes, yes. Social thing. Um, you've been, Miss Wang, you've been doing some YouTube uh, videos. You've done some blog posts to try to help make law more accessible to people. Because yes. it, it, even for me, law is very difficult. I have a reasonable level of education. But um, what comes next for you? Are you going to do more sort of media work, focus on the law? What's the next step, I guess, for Ms. Huang? So, um, as you might know, I have my own YouTube channel. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so I have already the very short videos with the explaining, the text to explain Korean laws. Mm. Uh, but I'm considering uh, making a video uh, and I'm appearing, I'm going to appearing on the video uh, by myself mm. and to explain the yeah the cases and court cases and the korean laws mm. and also if possible i would like to invite some uh, expert guests to my uh, youtube channel and you will be you can be one of the <laughs> guests to my YouTube channel. I don't want to, to be divorced though. Just make that clear. no, 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 no. Just, just like because I don't think that it will be interesting if I uh, just explain the yeah the things 
Uh, so I think that if the one guess will appear on my if uh, appears on my video, mm. and the guess um, will ask some questions related to Korean law, that it will be more interesting. Mm. More natural, I think, easier to. Yeah, understand. natural and uh, yeah, it will have more fun. Mm -hmm. But still be very informative, like today, Miss Wang. I, I've I've learned a lot about you. So during these conversations, I often come in with many preconceptions about uh, Korean law or politics, whatever the subject. But when I listen to people and ask them questions, I find that my my perspectives change. So I'm really thankful for your time in explaining this today. It's very cool. Yeah. yeah. I've uh, one. Yeah. Sorry. Okay. Yeah. No. 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 My last question um, is mm -hmm. one that I ask all my guests, and it's a bit of a weird one, but I like asking it. Uh, the question, Miss Fang, is this. We're all in this world together. We're mm -hmm. all here on this planet. What can we do to make our lives better? What can we do to bring more value to our existence, to help others? Miss Fang, what is the meaning of life? Mm. I think that we should not hate each other. I think that that's the most important thing. So um, there have been many conflicts between men and women and between yeah, different races and yeah, different, different groups in Korea. Mm -hmm. So as you might know, in the US, yeah, during the COVID pandemic era, many age, Asians were attacked. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Yeah, so everyone was shocked at the scene. Like, uh, Asians were beat, beaten by uh, the black people or white people. But unfortunately, in Korea, I think there has been some bias against the yeah, experts in Korea too. Mm. So if, if Koreans want to criticize, blame the US or other Western people's racism against the Asians, then Koreans need to uh, uh, be uh, fair to the experts too, I think. So we need to embrace uh, the cultural differences, uh, multicultural uh, differences and cultural differences. Mm. I agree with you. Miss Wang, do you think we, you know, we need to hate less? I, I completely agree with you. Do you mm -hmm. think we live in a society where it's more profitable to hate like if something is on social media or in the mm. news or media that if it is divisive if it is focusing on separation that more people will be engaged and more advertisements and revenue than if it's just a simple message of togetherness or, or love or compassion do you think we live in a society where hate is more profitable perhaps in that sense so yeah some people use uh hatred for their profits to mm. gather more uh, popularity, like uh, in in the YouTube. Mm. But I would like to mention that 
if you hate somebody, then you can be hated by somebody too. I think that that's the most important. And also, yeah, hatred might be uh, profitable to yeah individual or into certain some groups, but in to see the uh, entire society, hatred uh, costs a lot. I think the conflict, if the conflicts, um, uh, I mean that the more conflicts, the more. Um, how can I say the moral cost, the social cost, mm. and the more um, people feel uh, unsafe, mm -hmm. mm. it will so it will increase the social cost eventually, which will uh, result in a negative effect to all of us. I think you said a very profound thing. It's very simple, but. You said, Miss Huang, if you hate somebody, you will be hated too. I, yeah, I, that's correct. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah it's, it's very true. Miss Huang, thank you very much for your time today.